Hey, welcome to the Coffee and Creative Leadership Podcast, a weekly reflection on creative leadership and team culture development. I'm your host, Nicole Lucas, and for the next five to 10 minutes, my goal is to share a leadership concept and prompt that will inspire you to become a more influential leader this week. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome everyone. This is episode 40 of the Coffee and Creative Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining me again as we dig into another topic. For this week's leadership concept and prompt, we're going to be talking about vacation and rest. And we're going to dig into this truth that vacations or days off are actually a good thing. Now this is top of my mind right now because this past Monday, April 24th, I was invited to speak at the Church Creative Collab with a few other church production leaders. And later in the day, we did a Q&A panel, and one of the attenders asked this question um, about how do you actually take a vacation and find it restful when you know you're coming back to the aftermath of being gone for a week or two? Now, on this particular question, we spent probably about a good 15 to 20 minutes kind of digging into it. And it's this whole mentality that, you know, it's it's the aftermath of coming back to an inbox full of emails uh, that I have to answer. I'm going to come back to problems that have popped up while I was gone um, and all of these things that I have to now play catch up on. And so you leave for a week to take a break and to rest, and then you come back to the stress of feeling behind, and you end up feeling like your vacation didn't help you, it hurt you. How many of you actually look at your vacation in that way, or you have before? I know I have. You know, I did for many years, which is why I I never wanted to take vacation. I was always fine just coming in week after week and staying up on things so that I didn't get stressed out and feel burnt out until I realized Uh, that by not taking a break and not taking the time to do other things that filled me up by just working all the time and constantly pouring myself out for no one's fault other than my own, I was beginning to feel stressed out and burnt out. And so I decided to change that. I decided that I was going to actually start using my vacation time and focusing on other things other than my work. And it was a game changer. You know, I started to be intentional about figuring out when I could take a week off here and there, or uh, if I could take a few days off in the course of a month, or even if I could leave early on some days, depending on what was happening that week. And now I get that, uh, you know, some of you may be rolling your eyes right now and saying, well, I wish it were that easy for me. You know, you might be able to do that with your job, but I just can't pick up and leave whenever I want. And my answer uh, to that pushback would be this. Okay, so then what would the process of utilizing your vacation time look like for you? What would you have to do in order to feel as though you can leave work and actually rest your heart and your mind? So I'm going to look at a few things that actually prevent us from doing this, and I'll share a few of the things that I've done uh, and that some others have done, other people have done, to help them unplug, to get the rest that they need. So the first reason uh, that we usually avoid vacation time is, again, that aftermath mentality of being away or the pile of things that we're going to come back to. It almost feels as if, you know, the pile of things that we come back to after you take a break is punishment for being gone. So you avoid leaving so that you can avoid the punishment. So how can we combat this mindset and not let it not let it rob us of rest? Three suggestions for you. One is to inform your team and your leaders that you will be taking vacation and then direct them to contact someone else if they need anything while you're gone. 
Now, this ensures that if something important or vital pops up while you're gone, that it will be tended to in your absence. This means that things that you come back to won't be urgent and you won't have the stress of trying to attend to all of them in the first day that you get back. You can ease back into things and catch up over the course of a couple days or a few days. And again, not feel that pressure of having to conquer the pile in the first day or in the first few hours of being back in the office. And now again, some of you might push back and say, but I'm the only one who can do X, Y, and Z. You know, and my response, my pushback to that pushback would be this. Find someone else who can. Find someone else who can. This leads me to my second suggestion. Develop people who you can delegate to. Now, there has to be at least one other person in your organization or your team who can handle some of these things for you. It's just not safe practice for this not to be the case because it creates this mentality of, I have to be there which then leads into another fear. You start to think, well, what if they realize they don't need me? Now for sure I can't take a rest or take a vacation or delegate my things to someone else because now my job is at risk. That spiraled really quickly, didn't it? (laughs) Well, let me ease your fear by saying this. If you've been placed in your position because you have certain skills and a certain level of experience and perspective that comes with you, and you bring a level of leadership that is unique to who you are, If your organization values that when you are there, then they're going to miss it when you're gone for a week or two. And this means that there are things that only you can do and there are ways that only you can lead that are vital to your organization and team. So by delegating a meeting or two to someone on your team or by making someone else your emergency contact while you're gone for a week, this doesn't mean that you're going to lose everything. Yeah, I remember the first time that I, I left my job for a week straight. I was heading to Europe uh, for a conference, and I was going to be gone for nine days. And my team had never been without me for that stretch of time. So I delegated certain things to certain people, and I left. And guess what? Nothing blew up. You know, they all did great, and things went well. And I had this feeling of, oh, maybe they don't need me. And then I heard from a variety of people Things like this. Gosh, we missed you. Ah, Meetings just are different without you being there. Our work week felt different without you being around. Team members said to me, well, we did it, but don't leave us for that long again, okay? Now, did that mean that I never left again for that long? No, certainly not. Since then, I've taken many weeks off, and each time I've delegated and prepared people to cover different things in my absence. And what I love is that, one, I get to rest, and two, they get to flex. I'm sorry, I I couldn't resist the rhyme there, okay? But what I mean is that um, while I am resting, people on my team are getting the opportunity to flex new muscles and to develop different skills or to strengthen the skills that they have by doing things that aren't in their usual job description. This is how we develop people, and this is a win-win. You get to rest, and other people get to try new things. So to recap, the first and second suggestions go hand in hand. Tell your team and your organization that you are going on vacation and then direct them to, to contact someone else in your absence. And if you don't have someone else to delegate to, then find someone to start developing. It's your part of a job as a leader to develop people. The third suggestion is to utilize your out-of-office responder by communicating what people can expect while you're away on vacation 
and on the day or the week that you get back from vacation. So by setting the expectation for people, you are freeing yourself up to maintain that restful sanity that you're coming back from vacation with. So here's what I mean. Now, an out-of-office responder works like this, okay? Someone emails you and gets an automated email back with the subject line that says, uh, out of office. And then the message says, hi, I'm out of office until X date. I'll be in touch when I return. Now, this is generic and not helpful. It's not helping you or the people contacting you. Here's a better way, okay? A subject line, I'm on vacation! Exclamation point. Can, could you hear the excitement in my voice? Okay, I'm on vacation. Uh, here's the message. I'll be on vacation starting X date until X date. If you have an urgent matter, please contact Y. Now, that's the person. Uh, they will be able to help you while I'm out. Otherwise, my goal is to respond to emails within 48 hours of returning from vacation. I appreciate your patience. Have a great week. So here's what you just did. One, you told people you're on a vacation, not just out of the office. Two, you told them that you have arranged for someone to help them if it's an urgent matter in your absence. Third, you told them what to expect as you ease back into your work week post-vacation. And so what you just did is you helped yourself and you helped that person know what to expect. Now, there's a more extreme approach to utilizing your out-of-office responder. It's a method that I heard while I was at the Church Creative Collab this past week. As we talked about, again, this importance of vacation and rest, one of the facilitators shared what he had picked up from someone else he worked with. So one of his co-workers would write in their out-of-office that uh, they would be gone on vacation and that when they got back from the vacation, their intention was to erase every email in their inbox on the day that they got back from vacation. So if the situation that they were being emailed about went unhandled or unresolved while they were gone, then that person who was emailing them would need to follow up with them again the day after their return from vacation. Now again, this sounds extreme, but this guy said it worked. So prior to taking this approach, he explained how much of a, a time waste, it was a waste of time to read through all of the emails that he had gotten while on vacation and then respond to them only to find out that most of the things that he had been emailed about had already been handled. So there's a bonus suggestion for you, something to consider, but you'll also have to consider if this is something uh, that would you know, fly in your organization, all right? So with those three suggestions laid out, now what? Well, I'm gonna quickly tell you three reasons why vacation and rest are important. The first, like I said, is it forces you to delegate and to develop people. This is what leaders do. The highest calling of a leader is to unlock people's potential, not to focus solely on your own. So by delegating and leaving people on their own for a week, you're helping to develop people. The second reason is that you're leading by example. So if you want healthy people on your team who have the clarity of mind, focus, and energy to do great work, they need to rest. So when the leader prioritizes their work-life balance, it gives permission to their team to do the same. If you never take a break, your team will believe that they can't either. That's unhealthy.
Third reason is it builds a culture of teamwork. So the first reason focused on developing people, right? This third reason focuses on building a culture of teamwork, meaning when a team cares about each other, they're more willing to want to have each other's backs. They will want to cover each other so that people can go and get the break that they need. So when you build a culture that feels safe to ask for help, then you just created a psychologically safe culture, which is lacking in a lot of organizations. So with all that said, here's your prompt for this week. Three questions to ask yourself. First, when was the last time I took a few days off or a week off? Second, do I have hesitations about taking time off? If so, why? Third question is, when can I take some time off in the next month? And when I do, in order to help me fully unplug from work and get the rest that I need, which suggestions or multiple suggestions from this episode will I try? So I want you to start there and work towards getting the rest that you need in order to be your best self in life and in work. All right, well, that's all that I have for you this week. Thanks for joining me. Listen next Monday for a new episode. Until then, you can check out thecreativelevel.com for leadership resources and insights. You can also email me at nicole at thecreativelevel.com. Lastly, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Now go be awesome.